Shalom to all! Today we're going to be learning the very last Mishnah Masechus Demai and the very first Mishnah Masechus Kalayim. And today's Mishnah is being learned Lilu Nishmas Mars Miriam Sarah Basu Biakav Meisha Her Nisham Shadavan Aliyah and Beschos Rachel Basu Var Gittel and Daniel Eliezer and Spire Rachel. They should be gebenched with Zerusha Kayama Bekar of Mamish. And Mishnah Chas tells us as follows. And a disclaimer before you begin this Mishnah, it would be far easier if you had a diagram in front of you or a picture of this Mishnah in front of you before we start. But even if you don't, that's okay. We're going to try our best. The Mishnah says as follows, A person has 10 rows of 10 barrels each of wine, which means, how many barrels of wine does he have? Well, 10 times 10 is 100. So he has 100 barrels of wine, but they're arranged in rows of 10. And Va'amar, this fellow says, I want one barrel in the outer row to be miser on some sort of other wine that I have in a different place. But here's the issue, the he doesn't remember which row he was referring to that he was going to take a barrel from. Now, before we continue the Mishnah, we have to understand what does that mean, the outer row? What is the outer row of 10 rows of 10? And the answer is the topmost row, the bottommost row, the leftmost row, and the rightmost row, all those are considered the outer rows. So we have four rows that are considered the outer row, and he's only supposed to be taking one barrel from one of those rows. What's he supposed to do? So Mishnah tells us, It's easy. He takes two barrels that are diagonally opposite each other. If he takes the one in the top left corner and the one in the bottom right corner, so each of these barrels that are located in the corner are considered to be part of two outer rows. The barrel that's in the top left corner is considered to be part of the uppermost outer row and the leftmost outer row because they meet at the corner, and the barrel which was in the bottom right corner is considered to be part of the outermost right row and the outermost bottom row. So he can mix these two barrels together and he's taken care of his miser. Let's say he said, One barrel in half of one of the outer rows is going to be miser. And he doesn't remember which half of an outer row he was referring to. And over here, there's technically eight possibilities of half of an outer row. It could be the left half of the uppermost row or the right half of the uppermost row. It could be the top half of the leftmost row or the bottom half of the leftmost row. So what does he do? He takes the four barrels that are situated in the four corners. Now, each barrel takes care of two half rows. For example, the barrel in the top left corner takes care of one half of the top row and one half of the left row. The barrel in the bottom left corner takes care of the bottom half of the left row and half of the bottom row. And then the Mishnah continues with even a little bit of a more challenging case. Let's say he said, Shura achas meiser, one barrel from every single row is going to be meiser. And he doesn't recall which row he was talking about. Now let's remember over here that he has 10 rows going up and down, or you can draw those 10 rows going across from left to right. So he needs to take one barrel from every row going up and down, and one barrel from every row going side to side. How does he accomplish that? He takes one barrel from a diagonal row across all these barrels. If you would draw a diagonal line across all these barrels, then you would find that the first barrel that you take is the first barrel in row one and column one. The second barrel that you take is the second barrel in row two and column two. The third barrel that you take is the third barrel in row three and column three, so on and so forth. So now all he has to do is take these 10 barrels and that's Meiser. But let's say he said, One barrel from every half a row is going to be Meiser. 
And once again, we have the same issue. He doesn't recall which half a row he was referring to. Over here, he would have to draw two diagonal lines in the shape of an X, and then he would have to take all of those barrels, and only then he'd be successful in taking one barrel from every half a row. And the final case is a little bit easier. Let's say he said, one barrel of all of these hundred is meiser, and he doesn't know which one he's referring to. He takes a little bit from every single barrel until he has the total amount that he needs, and then he has his meiser. With this, we finish the last Mishnah Mesechas Demai. Mazel Tov for finishing the Mesech together. We should be Zechar to finish all of Shas Mishnahs together. And now moving on to brand new Mesechta, Mesechas Kalayim. So it's important to understand what the word Kalayim means. Kalayim, according to Rashi, means a mixture or jumble of things. And there's a number of different types of Isurim that fall under this general name, Kilayim. Animals of different species are not allowed to be mated or work together. You're not allowed to take a horse and a cow and work them together in a field. Wool and linen are not allowed to be worn together. That's Kilayim. It's also known by its other more famous name, Shatnes. And the main focus of our Masechta is going to be the Isur to plant different species of vegetables and grains together or plant these things near a grapevine. And as with everything else in life, we have to learn how to define what exactly the issues of Kilayim are. We have to define what does that mean planting, grafting, maintaining the forbidden mixture. We also have to know what's considered a mixture in the first place, which is what our Masechta starts out with. We're also going to find out what we're supposed to do with the end result of Kilayim and numerous other details about Kilayim. So Mishnah Aleph begins with telling us of groupings of two things that are allowed to be planted together. Even though they seem like two different species, they're really not Kilayim because they are the same family, the same category of food or of produce. Mishnah Aleph tells us, Hachitin v'hazunin, wheat and zunin, einen Kilayim zebazeh. They're not Kilayim. They're both part of the same family and they're allowed to be planted together. Another example of this, Hasa'irim v'shibailas shual, Barley and oats are allowed to be planted together. Hakusmin vashifain, spelt and rye is allowed to be planted together. Hapoil vahasapir, bean and a certain type of pea is allowed to be planted together. Hapurkidon vahatoifach, these are two different types of peas, one as the grass pea and the other one as the red grass pea. These are allowed to be planted together. And the last one that the Mishnah mentions is poil halavon white bean, it. In modern Hebrew, it is green beans. They're allowed to be planted together as well. And as the Mishnah concludes, they're not kalim with each other. Even though they might look different, they come from the same family, they are the same species, the same category, and therefore they're allowed to be planted together. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Bays and Gimel with more groupings that are allowed to be planted together. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.